0: Welcome to the Underrepresented in Tech podcast, hosted by Michelle Frechette and Allie Nimmons. Underrepresented in Tech is a free database built with the goal of helping people find new opportunities in WordPress and tech overall. Happy birthday, Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Allie! Thank you. My birthday's not for another few days, but I appreciate that. Thank you. You're welcome.
1: So you thought I was going to say hi, Allie, and you were going to say hi, Michelle, but I changed it up on you last second. You tricked me. (laughs) I did. I did. Happy birthday.
0: Early, I know, but still. It's a big one. It's exciting. It's the 3-0. I'm very excited to be 30.
1: You and my daughter are so close in so many ways. You're literally just like four months apart in the age, too. So I know. It's so cool. (laughs) Hopefully you'll get to see her when she comes down down to Austin this fall.
0: Absolutely. I'm looking forward to that. All right. What are we talking about today, Michelle?
1: Well, you had a great idea of like talking about how to start a podcast. And I think that's a great one, especially since it can seem insurmountable. It can seem like one of those things that, oh, someday, or when I have enough X, Y, Z. Um, But, uh, but yeah, it's, it can be easier. It can be expensive. It doesn't have to be expensive. Mm-hmm. I think one of the most expensive parts of it is finding time mm-hmm. and finding time in your schedule um, and then figuring out if you can monetize it and those kinds of things. But let's let's kind of get into it. Let's talk about um why you might want to have a podcast and what to do with it, how to get started.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think, too, a lot of people, particularly, you know, we we like to try to focus our conversations at underrepresented people. I think a lot of people also think like, well, I'd like to start a podcast, but, you know, maybe that imposter syndrome comes in and you think, oh, I don't have anything to say. I don't have anything to talk about. You totally do, right? Like, I think I think one of the hardest parts is finding the idea mm-hmm. and figuring out what you're going to talk about. Um, but once you have that down, it's really just a matter, like you said, of determining how frequently you're going to record, how frequently you're going to post. Um, so for example, in my mind, there's two different methods, right? There's the way we do it, which is where we sit down and we record together. And then within the next, you know, sometimes same day, sometimes, you know, a couple of days late, depending on what my schedule is like, I'll go ahead and upload the episode. So we do it weekly. Uh, my, my podcast, that I just started with Master WP, we record in batches. Um, so we go on like a month to month schedule. So we record like four episodes, we get them all edited and, and patched up. And then we schedule them to go out over the next month. Um, and it really depends on what works for you and, and what your subject matter is, right? Like we like to try to talk about things on the show that are relevant, Uh, to what's going on in WordPress, like right now. And so it Mm -hmm. behooves us to, you know, just kind of go in the moment and not pre-plan the content. But I find that if you're starting a podcast, it's really useful to say, okay, what are my first four episodes going to be about? Right. And you build kind of that little body of content to begin with um, and get the ball rolling so that you can start pushing things out. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, I would love for us to be able to adopt that at some point in the future. Like I love always having a couple of episodes, like in the can, as they say, so that, you know, you want to take a week off, you get behind, you always have something to fall back on. Um, but it really can be as casual as like, all right, I'm going to sit down and record something and then upload it. You know, it doesn't have to be a huge, crazy, gigantic production, um, I think there's also kind of the concept of like guests or no guests. Um, Mm -hmm. I prefer personally podcasts that don't purely rely on having guests because I like uh, kind of that parasocial relationship you build with the host. Like there's a handful of podcasts that I listen to religiously, like NPR podcasts and stuff like that, where it's like, I listen partly for the people who host the podcast, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. And I like hearing from them. Um, but that's, you know, not the only way to do it. You can totally have like your, um, WP Coffee Talks podcast is a guest based podcast. Um, and there's so much value in that. And it, it really depends on like who you're trying to speak to, who your audience is and what they want.
1: Exactly, exactly, and and it also depends on you know what is your topic, right? Mm-hmm. So, if your topic, like for WP Coffee Talk, it's literally to introduce people from around the world to other WordPressers around the world, yeah. so it so that that format works really, really well. As a matter of fact, you were my first guest, yeah, ever on WP. Coffee Talk. Uh, and then, but then if you're looking, like there's dev podcasts where it's literally about development, and Mm -hmm. maybe it's one host or two, and occasionally they have a guest on to talk about something in particular, but, you know, they just kind of dig into um, their different topics every week, Mm -hmm. and then there's the podcasts that are super focused on uh, current events and things like that, and like you and I do primarily through here, but not, I mean, I I think we say that, right, so we are focused on current events, but also in a way that it's it's, um, timeless, Mm-hmm. So, like, if in a year you want to listen to our podcast about what to get out of WordCamp EU, it's not like, oh, well, gosh, that was last year. That's, you know, nothing is not relevant because it's yeah. all—it's still relevant, you know. So, we do try to make sure that things that we talk about are also timely that way.
0: Yeah. Um, um, I've had people ask me, like, well, what, what do I need technically? Like, uh, what... Equipment, do I need and software? Do I need and my recommendation? I mean, this is you can you're going to get different uh advice from different podcasters, right? My recommendation is put your money in your microphone, which is rich coming from me right now because I'm speaking into my uh my <laughs> my uh like Apple iPhone headset thingy uh, because I'm traveling. I out. also. I don't have
1: (laughs) have my microphone plugged in. I am working from my home office and it's still in my suitcase to be unpacked from when I was in Tennessee.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But I, from my experience and and anecdotally, um, you know, people, people want to listen to something that sounds really good, especially when you're Mm -hmm. trying to make that impression, right? Like we are 50, almost 60 episodes in, I think we've made the impression that we're going to make with folks. And, um, you know, I don't sweat it on this podcast so much as far as like having it sound perfect. Um, Mm -hmm. The Press the Issue podcast, we're putting uh, more of an emphasis on like how it sounds and having it be like pixel perfect in terms of that. Um, So I think if you're going to sink your money into something, get a really good microphone. Um, I think you don't I don't think that you need to invest in like fancy editing software um Mm-mm. you can literally slap a introduction and an outro like you know sandwich the episode between those things in in mm-hmm. iMovie or whatever it is that you're using Um yep. and that is a 100% sufficient for editing I mean if you're if you're trying to go yeah. like you know we're talking about a beginner podcast so if you're trying to go to this like NPR level style thing where you have all of these effects and music and transitions yeah you might want to invest in something a little more heavy duty um but if you're trying yeah. to kind of aim for like what you and I do here which is a very basic operation um yeah when i sit down to edit i have those two locked groups of files the intro music and my little intro you know my voice and same for the outro those are like locked mm-hmm. in and then i just pop the middle in yeah. there, trim the beginnings and ends, make sure it sounds nice and, you know,
1: yeah. Upload and it. honestly, if you and if you're not using, um, I don't know why you wouldn't be, but if you're not using Apple products, mm-hmm. um Audacity, which I actually use mm-hmm. for um all my podcast stuff, Audacity is free. Um and it's it's super robust software to be able to just edit add sounds, anything you need to do, you could um, edit out breaths and things like that. So like when I've actually done recording for voiceovers um, and things like that, when I was, I can't remember what the software or what the, the group is where you can um, apply to, you um, know, be, it's, it's like a Fiverr, but it's for people who do voice work. And so I wanted to do a, a sample, right? So I did a sample stuff and you can go in and you can edit out breaths and you can edit out long pauses and and Audacity is really good for that kind of stuff. So, um, and it's free and it's mm-hmm. great. I also would recommend that regardless of the uh, quality of them that you record with headphones on mm-hmm. or earbuds so that you can um, take, keep out any other computer noises first of all. And so that you get kind of a better idea of, um, you know what things are gonna sound like for you too.
0: Absolutely. Um, but I
1: think that's really. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's really good advice as well. Um, I think that there's so many things to do with a podcast in terms of, you know, I, I I don't think necessarily, I mean, not to say it's not good enough. I don't think it's good enough to just post an episode and leave it at that. Um, you know, on our website, we post each episode with its transcript in WordPress as a blog, essentially um, as posts. And I mean, it's one of the easier ways to build blog content. Um, you know, we now have 50 blog posts on our website. Um, and if you're looking at it from an SEO perspective, that's super, super valuable. So, you know, if you have a company or a business and you're starting a podcast, make sure that you are not only getting those transcripts because you need transcripts, like non-negotiable, um, that you're getting those transcripts, but then that you are, you know, uploading optimized posts to your website with that podcast so that you can get some SEO power in there. Um, and it's also just easier, I think, to share an episode if it's in a blog post than to use a lot of hosts. So we use Castos for hosting and they do give us a like kind of automatically generated URL, which is very useful and handy, but I much prefer to direct people to our site than to Castos.
1: Yep. And if you, it, it just, in the spirit of, I mean, I 100% recommend Jaxos. I love their product. Um, mm-hmm. It is not a free product. Uh, do they have a free version?
0: I, I believe know. they do have a free version, actually.
1: Okay. So if they have a free version, go with that. There are other free ways to do it. Um. Oh, no, I lied. Uh, the
0: Their starter package, the lowest package is $20 a month, which honestly, okay. worth it. So worth it. Unlimited yeah, podcasts, unlimited like, episodes, you get analytics you can have private subscribers um, and up to 20,000 downloads per month. So yeah, if if you're just starting out, that is a really, really great mm-hmm. option.
1: If, however, you do absolutely need to go free to start with, because for some people their budget is zero to get started, um, I would recommend um, anchor.fm mm-hmm. because it is also completely free to use. You don't get all of the analytics and things like that that you would get with casto so if you can afford it absolutely go that direction
0: mm-hmm. but
1: there are free ways to get started for sure
0: absolutely um,
1: i also recommend having a website so there are podcasts that don't have their own websites and they simply rely on you know apple podcasts and podbean and spotify and all the different places you can aggregate out to mm-hmm. or aggregate out to. that's the right way to say that That like you can push that to mm-hmm. um for people to hear you but you are not getting SEO that way. You are not getting, you know, any direct hits and you don't have as much control over the experience of your listeners as if you are, have. if you do have your own website, you can provide show notes, you can provide, um, you know, all of the, the transcripts and images and things that you want around your podcast and any project associated with it. So for us, obviously we had the, the site before we First, thought, yeah. let's do, let's do a podcast. Um, and so, and, the, and that's, you know, we, we don't talk about it in every single episode, but, you know, go to underrepresentedtech.com and look at, look at our databases. It's sweet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's got a lot of good people in it. Uh, but, but yeah, have a website that you can control all of those things. Like, um, you know, it's, it's, there are some really great free things out in the world, right? Like mm-hmm. I love that there's these things like Beacon and, and Linktree and whatever, but just remember that when you sign up for Linktree.com slash your name or whatever it is, um, that there's getting all of the traffic, mm-hmm. right? So when you build your own, like I have meetmichelle.online and I use that like a Linktree because it is, it's just a, it's a bunch of links to get to me. Yeah. Um, you are controlling the the entire narrative and if something like Linktree decides that they don't exist anymore, Mm. you've lost any links like that. So the same is true for your podcast. Control that, get a, you know, think of whatever your name is for your podcast and buy the URL that goes with it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I also wanted to share something that, like, I didn't know when I first started podcasting. So there's something called an episode zero, which that will be the very first episode that you publish. And typically it should kind of act as a trailer or a teaser or an introduction to the show. Um, it doesn't have to be long. Like a lot of them are just like 60 seconds or, you know, just a minute or so. Um, but those are super important, A, to give you practice of like, okay, what does my mic sound like? How am I going to be, rec- where in my house or in my office should I go to record this to make it sound great? Right? You have an opportunity to practice. Um And when you do set up your podcast with something like Castos, you have to connect to the like distribution channels, which is like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, you know, all those places where people go to listen to the podcasts and you have to submit um, your RSS feed to those places. They will not uh, accept you if you don't have any episodes yet. So the episode zero being in there, they can look and say, okay, you have at least one episode. Um, They're not going to care about the content or how long it is or anything like that. They just want to see that there's something there that they can connect to. Um, And that approval process can take, I mean, um, I launched a podcast last year where the process to get Apple to approve our podcast took about a week. So it's a good idea to create that episode zero, submit it to those channels Um, well before you intend on actually like launching your first episode and promoting it out in the world. Um, Because you can, you know, upload that episode zero, have it be approved, and your podcast can, you know, sit there for a while. Most people are not going to find it um, because it's basically empty. And then once you're ready to start putting episodes in there, you can go ahead and do that and start pushing that out. But um, that's a really, really important part of the process early on that I feel like when I learned about that, it was like, oh, we have to now launch later than I thought because we have to go through this process that I didn't anticipate. So yeah, episode zero should be a, like the first thing that you focus on when you're actually ready to start creating that content.
1: Yeah, that's, that's a really good idea. I would also say that get your marketing stuff together, get your, um, you know your uh, media kit together have a good logo um, develop your logo develop your tagline have your um you know your reason for being your whether you call it a mission statement a vision statement mm-hmm. whatever you call it um have that out there make sure that people when they do find you understand what it is you're trying to do cuz it might not be obvious in one or two episodes right and so make sure people have an understanding and if you are looking for guests make it easy for people to find out how to be a guest yeah um and, and similarly, you know, if you're looking to be on a podcast, uh, that is a category, by the way, on our database. So if you're mm-hmm. looking for podcast guests, it, you can look that if you want to be a podcast guest, you can also be in our database that way. Mm-hmm. But um, if you're looking to be if you're looking to, to um, be on a podcast, never, ever get on a podcast where they charge you to be a guest.
0: Mm-mm-mm-mm. Not at all. That's not a thing. Uh-uh. That is a you should not
1: have to you should not have to pay. To be somebody else's
0: content. And, and, so don't fall for that. If anything, they should be paying you. Right. I mean, it's, it's of, very most normal. Most of us don't have that budget. No. <laughs> so. It is very normal to, like, I've had people ask me like, oh, this person asked me to be on their podcast, but for free, is that a thing? Yes, it's totally a thing where people will ask, like, yep. you know, for for the exposure, for the, you know, basically free promotion that you get as a guest yes. to your things, Yes, it's totally normal to go on a podcast for free. Mm-hmm. It's great to be paid to though. Like that is awesome. Yeah, for sure.
1: But you Doesn't as a guest. Me yet.
0: <laughs> yeah, me either. You as a guest should never ever ever pay yeah, to be someone else's content. I mean, I've had people Here's say try to get me to pay to be like a speaker at a conference and I was like, "You are yeah, ridiculous."
1: <laughs> <laughs> Smoke oh, in the drapes as my daddy used to say. <laughs> 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 my uncle reminded me of that phrase he used to say this weekend and that made me laugh that's um <laughs> absolutely um and I forgot the other thing I was gonna say because I distracted myself but, oh, that's okay. uh, but yeah absolutely to be a guest um you know is it should be an honor it shouldn't be something that you are required to mm-hmm. um expend any anything other than time and talent mm-hmm. and knowledge to be a part of so yeah. um so absolutely make sure and, that you are not being taken advantage that way.
0: Mm-hmm. I'd say too, if you are hosting a podcast where you're going to have guests, make sure that you in, in, uh, as soon as you can, as soon as you have it provide them with, you know, a link to the zoom or wherever it is that they have to go to be interviewed, yeah. uh, provide them with any of the questions that you might ask them. I mean, when we have guests here, we usually don't have questions prepared ahead of time because we have a more conversational right. style but you might want to have more of an interview so it's always a good idea to send them the questions ahead of time people really appreciate that um and then make sure to follow up with them um you know as soon as that episode is out provide them with the link to the episode say thank you blah 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 um
1: you share on your social
0: yeah lots of communication <laughs> like it sucks to be a guest on a podcast and not know what you're supposed to do, or where you're supposed to right. go, or you know, feel like they like, is this still happening? Like, did you forget? Like, mm-hmm. consistent communication, yeah. and and you know, on the flip side, as a guest of, uh, on a podcast, show up early, yes, right? Early yes. is on time, on time is late. That's mm-hmm. what my mom would always say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, show up early to the call. Um, I always appreciate if a guest, and I try to do this as a guest myself. Listen to one or two previous episodes, so that you kind of know what to expect, um, and you understand the tone. You understand the length. You you know are familiar with the questions if they've provided them to you. Um, what other advice do you have for guests? There was another one. So one, one of the forgot. other things,
1: the the one that I forgot and remembered again is so on my intake form, I do put something on there that says. The episode will be published at my discretion and may not be published at all. Mm. And that is because you may come onto my podcast and decide that you are going to use it as a giant commercial. Mm. And I am not here to, I absolutely will talk to you about your product and I want that to be part of the conversation. But I am not here as an infomercial
0: yeah.
1: for you. I, 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 my name is not Ron Popiel, and <laughs> I do not have the Ginsu knife set for you. So um, yeah, so I make sure that people understand. I had one guest who I like it. it so at, at WP Coffee Talk, I don't edit, right? I add, a, I add bumpers at the, f- the front and the end, uh, but I do not edit our conversation at all because it's a same for this. You, know, show. you don't, yeah. You don't go back to um, a conversation you had at a coffee shop and <laughs> You can't remove parts of that conversation. But I had one guest who took phone calls in the middle, who got up and talked and like went out and yelled at his kids. And I was like, that's, I know I can't use that. Yeah. Cause it's going to make me look bad and it's going to make you look terrible.
0: Yeah. So, and I mean, nobody wants to listen to that. I would, as a listener, I would turn that off immediately. Right. Like, I feel like, I feel like it should go without saying, but I guess we have to say it, you know, if you're going to be on a podcast, um, do not do it if you can't, uh, exercise control over your environment, you know, if That's you're in a position advice. at the moment where, you know, cause sometimes life happens, right. If you know, mm-hmm. Hey, my kid is homesick today. I'm dog sitting, you know, I, I, I have all of these things in my house today that I can't control that are going to be causing me noises and distractions. It's not a good day mm-hmm. for you to be doing this. You know, exactly. um, most hosts will understand and maybe, and you know, reschedule or something like that. Um, silence your notifications, silence your phone, like take it seriously. Cause it's yeah. so rude. And like that instance, like it sucks that you had that, that guest that was being disrespectful of your time. Like what mm-hmm. a waste of your time, yes. um, exactly. for, for that, that's just unusable, you know, un, completely unusable content. Um, you know, we, we have a very casual style on this show. So like once or twice on this show, you know, I think my phone might have pinged or like, you know, little things might happen. And it's, re- it's not that big of a deal mm-hmm. because of the tone that you and I have set. Right. Um, right. There are other shows that, you know, you want it to have that very polished sound and feel. And mm-hmm. having those distractions is not, not cool. So as a guest, uh, assume that this is the highest production value ever treat it like that um exactly one thing I'll also say too one thing that frustrates me sometimes about having a guest is when a guest you know you ask a guest a question and they're like oh yeah totally and like you know one word or one sentence answers um I mean you don't have to go on and on and on and on but if you're if you've been asked to be a guest speak talk like yeah it's usually but, you know, preferable to give a little bit more information and allow the host to cut it back than to mm-hmm. not engage and just have an episode full of dead air, you know? Yeah.
1: But as a podcast host, also make sure you're not asking yes or no questions. Like ask open-ended questions that inspire a conversation and do your homework. Both both you and your guests, whether you're hosting or a guest, do your homework in advance. So Learn about the podcast you're going to be on. If you're a guest, listen to a few episodes, read over the website, learn about your host. because yes, usually it's an interview style, but most people want to listen to an interview where there's back and forth, where it isn't just question, answer, question, answer, question, answer. Mm-hmm. Some of my best conversations on WP Coffee Talk are where the guests also engaged and asked me like Matt Mullenweg asked me well let me ask you the same question Michelle you know and then and and wanted to know what I had to say about a question that I asked him those those are great great guests but the same is true of the host right so if if somebody's applied to be on your show or you've asked them to be on your show make sure you're looking at their Twitter account make sure you're looking at their website. Learn what you need to know to ask the right kinds of questions, so that you're not both miss, you know, misfiring on the question and answer of those kinds of things. Because it'll make for a much more um, robust conversation. Yeah. And I will say, so the, my process for WP Coffee Talk is I have a I have a form that says, you know, hey, I want to be on the show. People can fill it out. I will vet those because I, you know, everybody gets spam, right? So I don't want to automatically give people a, a calendar and have my calendar filling up with spam. Mm-hmm. So I'll vet that person and I'll respond with um, some A-text that I have that says, hey, looking forward to having you on the show. Here's a website on my, you know, it's WCoffeeTalk.com slash secret website page <laughs> that I send out to people. And on it, it's got the calendar so you can book onto my onto my um, show. And all of the questions you're going to be asked in advance because I ask everybody the same set of questions. Mm-hmm. You would be surprised, even after two years, how many people come on the show and they they think they're going to just start talking about XYZ. And before we start recording, I say, did you have an opportunity to look the questions over uh, before the show? And they're like, oh, what questions? Okay, that tells me two things. Number one, you didn't read what I sent you. Mm-hmm. And number two, you've never listened to my podcast. Because yeah. <laughs> <It's, laughs> there's, you know, over 100 episodes with the exact same set of questions for every Person, so make sure that you don't come across as insensitive and only out for yourself by not having done half an hour's worth of work before you are a guest on a podcast.
0: Absolutely, we just gave a lot lot of information. Yeah, and the
1: thing is, we got we we got more. So if you do have questions, you know, ping us, ask us. We say this every week. We want you to talk to us on Twitter. We Mm -hmm. love conversation, so you know, engage with us. ask us questions or e- even DM us. We're happy to um, mm-hmm. give some advice and um, tell you what works. And well, I'll, I'll tell you my foibles. I'll tell you the stuff I really screwed up on too. Mm-hmm. I don't mind that. Same. But um, yeah, we, we want to be able to be a good resource for you.
0: Yeah, we can do a part two or a Q&A uh, if people have other questions, comments, concerns. I will say um, my go-to person for podcasting uh, is Joe Casabona. You can find him on Twitter. He is like He's the great
1: classes.
0: Yeah, the WordPress podcast dude. Like he knows yep. so much. He has so much good information, and he loves teaching people about how to do this. I mean, I remember going to him when I was first kind of starting this kind of stuff. Being like, what kind of microphone should I get? What editing software should I get? like? I had all of these questions, and he was like, "You don't need all of that stuff." Like, you know, like most of what I know about podcasting, I've learned. I'd say most of it on the job and then everything else from Joe.
1: (laughs) Yep, exactly. But just like I have always advised people when I do blog coaching, don't just start a blog and think you're going to write every week and know exactly what you're going to write. Most people that start a blog get three posts in and abandon it Mm -hmm. unless they really think it through in advance. Most people that start a podcast get four or five episodes in and then they abandon it. Mm-hmm. because they don't know what to do next and they don't have that momentum. So make sure that you plan ahead mm-hmm. so that you don't fail or stumble or stall out. Um, and if you do end up in a place where you've got three or four episodes and you don't know where to go to next, ask us. We're happy to give you some advice and help you find that new direction. Post yeah. about it on Twitter, tag us. Um, ask other people who are podcasting. And uh, you know most people love to tell you um, advice. I love giving my advice. How about
0: you, Ellie? I think it's always fun. Um, I think it's so fun. <laughs> yeah. Make it, like, I think one of the, one of the best pieces of advice I've gotten is like, don't do it just to do it. Like a lot of people are right. like, like starting a podcast is so like trendy right now. Um, right. And honestly, I never get sick and tired of doing this podcast because I love talking to you. Like this is an excuse for us to sit and talk together and give information that we feel like is helpful. Right. So I just looked up the numbers we get on average about 40 listens per episode, which, you know, in the grand scheme of things is not very much. I think for a WordPress podcast, maybe that, that might be pretty good. Um, But you know, we're, Mm -hmm. we're not this big viral blah, blah, blah podcast, 60 episodes in, you know, we're still itty bitty, but it's fun right? Like me seeing that number doesn't make me feel like, oh, nobody's listening. Maybe we should stop. And I have felt that way about other podcasts before because I wasn't as passionate about just having the conversation for the sake of the conversation. Um, Right. So it is very easy to get discouraged if you are not in it for the, like the passion and the fun of it. If you're just doing it to be like, oh, well, this is a good, Business move, or this will get me more traffic, or you're probably going to get discouraged and get sick of it. You know,
1: yeah, I agree. Yeah, be
0: realistic. Definitely
1: have to have your you have to have your heart in it. Absolutely,
0: and it helps honestly to have a co-host or another person with you that you can split the load with. Like, I love the fact that you know, last week you were dealing with life stuff, you couldn't be on the show. I can pick up the slack and go find a guest, and we can still have an episode. If it's all on you that is a lot of pressure to maintain that consistency. So it's a really good idea to have a co-host or even if it's just kind of like a backup person where it's like, hey, every uh, couple of months, maybe, or every couple of weeks, you'll ask this other person to hop in and, and be a guest host for you, something like that. Um, yeah, don't, don't make it harder on yourself than it has to be.
1: Agreed, absolutely. Cool.
0: Awesome.
1: So again, if you have questions, let us know. Go to our database, underrepresentedintech.com. If you are a podcaster, you're thinking about getting started as a podcaster, and you think you might want guests, search our database there for people who want to be on podcasts. If you are listening, and you are an underrepresented person, and you think, I want to be on podcasts, go put yourself in our database, and make sure you check that box off, because there are people, I will tell you, Joe has used our, our, he's given us testimony, he's used the podcast, he's used our database to find guests for the How I Built It podcast, so it, is, it does work. People are
0: looking there. Absolutely. Cool, cool. Awesome. All right. So we'll stop there. But yeah, that was a great episode. We gave a lot of information. I hope people found it helpful. Absolutely. And we'll see you Yay. all next week. And happy birthday, Ellie. <laughs> Thanks, Michelle. <laughs> Bye. Bye. This episode was sponsored by the following companies. WP Wallet. WP Wallet is a free, simple, intelligent tool that helps WordPress professionals effortlessly manage all of their license keys and invoices for all sites and clients. Never forget a renewal, lose a license key, or miss out on a reimbursement again. Join WP Wallet for free today. LearnDash. LearnDash is taking cutting edge e-learning methodology and infusing it into WordPress. More than just a plugin, LearnDash is trusted to power the learning programs for major universities, small to mid-sized companies, startups, entrepreneurs, and bloggers worldwide. If you're interested in sponsoring an episode, using our database, or just want to say hi, go to underrepresentedintech.com. See you next week.